0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done.
1: It's Rosie on the House. And a good Saturday morning to you all. It's 9 o'clock hour. If you're just joining us, this is our On the House hour where we spend the whole hour talking about something physically on your home or landscape. All month long, it's been Water Month. We've had a lot of great topics that we've covered. and We're going to continue that today with Stampede Plumbing, a Rosie on the House Certified Partner Since Any idea? Uh, Can you all even remember?
2: Been <laughs> 15, 15 yeah, it's been about 15 years. It's been a good four. while.
0: It, it says 04 on our partner four page. Four. <laughs> 90, 15. Well, <laughs> you nailed it. Wow, Linda, that's great. Rosie Certified, the Stanfields. Romy, I want you to pick more topics that put you and me in helicopters flying all over arizona
1: (laughs) that's a hard one to pick that was a a cool trip. maybe coast guard next (laughs) maybe the coast
0: guard the cap gave us an aerial tour of their facility just so we could get an idea of how big an engineering project that ditch really is i mean that's an incredible incredible engineering feat so we talked about the guy who's responsible for predicting how much water comes from the watershed we were talking earlier friends of y'alls up in montana you know the green river drains into the colorado river drains into the gulf of california but we get to suck as much of it as we yeah. want almost not much is left. <laughs> at, the, at the mark wilmer pumping station where there are six 66, horsepower pumps sucking water out of the colorado river and they dump it into a concrete ditch called the CAP and run it 300 miles down to Tucson. Wow. What power is that? 336. What power
3: is the pumps, though?
0: 66,000 horsepower.
3: Yeah, but where do they get the power to run the pumps? Well, it used
0: to
1: be the Navajo generating station, (laughs) the coal plant. The The one that's closing next month. Yeah, and so they've So we're
0: we're recruiting a bucket brigade. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have asked, and all... I've been privy to is we've re- we've secured our power resources <laughs> moving forward. So I guess it's not public information yet. But
0: who would have guessed that the CAP is the largest electric power consumer in the entire state of Arizona? Just Can for those pumps. Well, yeah. and then they've got several other pump yeah. stations wow. between there and Tucson, but they're the largest single consumer of electricity.
3: And we still uh-huh. got our water relatively inexpensive. It's incredibly cheap. Water's too cheap. Yeah, it's it's too don't cheap. you think?
0: Yes. It's too cheap for what we get. Yes. Anyway. Well, we've got the Stanfields here. We've been talking water all month. That little helicopter ride was a rosy bunny trail. I want another helicopter ride.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's cheap because it's not filtered to the level that we can filter in the home, and that's where we as a consumer... Can take it to the next level of uh, of purification and treatment at our own home and turning our own homes into uh, our own filtration systems. That the the water that's coming from city and municipalities, you know, is is filtered. It's safe drinking water, but this isn't what you want in your pipes, in your plumbing system, in your showers, in your in your home. So we've got to take it to the next level, not only uh, for quality of life, but uh, preventative maintenance on our whole plumbing systems yeah
0: uh part of the water month linda is we got to go to the city of scottsdale water reclamation yes isn't there, that amazing There at the bin in the 101 there romey actually took a drink of that mm. affluent water i brave, did too. brave i did too you know you think it was about so it clean they have to dirty it back up before yeah. they put it into the into the city lines. Right, right. Oh. That's what nature does anyway. All water is
1: recycled yes. or anyway. Yep, exactly.
0: Even the water in this bottle is recycled, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Stanfields and your history running plumbing companies here in, in Phoenix.
2: <laughs> Since 1984. Can you believe awesome. it? <laughs> That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. And we're still happily married. That's great. <laughs> Fantastic.
0: Since 84. So when we met y'all, y'all were 20 years under your belt already?
3: Yes. Okay. Most of that, Rosie, was in the uh, you know construction, new homes, um, and then we went into service in uh, 1990.
0: nine. Ninety nine. Okay. So you're primarily focused on the home service end of the deal now, uh, and um, Romy, it's uh, give it to me, water enough to use, not enough to waste. Pretty close, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So one of the topics we wanted to touch on with y'all a little bit is we do have enough water. When I travel the country, people ask me all the time, when is the growth in Arizona going to stop because y'all going to run out of water? We're actually in much better water shape than New Mexico, Colorado, especially Nevada, Utah, right. and a lot of Southern California. So if we're going to manage the water we have, what can we do in the house? Don't y'all do like a water audit for homeowners?
2: Yes, we do. Take yeah. us
0: through what that is.
3: Well, that's that's pretty simple, really. You can measure the water coming out of like, say, a faucet, a normal faucet, get like a quart catch and then just count how many seconds and then divide that up to how much that is per gallons per minute. Um, most low-flow uh, faucets now are going to be about a gallon to two gallons. Uh, the last faucet I just looked at it was uh, 1.2, and the showers are normally 2.5. And, of course, the toilets they've done amazing things with to go yeah. from three to five gallons. Now they're flushing with you know one gallon or sometimes even less.
1: Which that's the new ones. We still have hundreds of thousands. Yes, of Yes, we just toilets. ran into what, some this last week. Yes. What was uh, was it? The guy that had the toilet from the nineteen sixties that
2: called. We on- did talk to him, <laughs> but this isn't the one I was thinking of. There was somebody else, and and someone out there still doesn't want to replace their toilet. They still want to try and repair it. It's never going to flush that great. The so.
1: single largest water using appliance in the yes, home.
2: Yes. And a lot of maintenance, and it's never going to be really good. I mean, sooner or later it's an appliance that just needs to be updated. So y'all provide this water audit service. what What can you
0: do for a family that's willing to be open-minded about replacing fixtures um, as in by the way, of toilets and faucets, right? I and mean, when you find a kitchen faucet that's well above today's industry standard? I mean, there's lots of good options. there. Oh, there are
3: a lot of good options. Uh, I'll tell you the truth, though. The, the biggest waste is just leaks. Whether it be a toilet leaking, that small leak is actually wastes a lot more water than just say a five gallon uh, a flush toilet. Um, you can I've been in homes where the three flappers are running, and you can go just go outside and watch the meter just slowly spin, and that's you multiply that out times the twenty four hours times three hundred sixty five, it adds up to be a lot of water. I mean, it can be a pool, uh, uh, ten thousand gallons or more a year. Most people
2: feel like these leaks, even at a hose bib or something, it's little. We can just hold off. We can wait. We can wait. And what I always say is plumbing has its own language. It's starting little. You hear a little bit of a noise. You see the water going a little bit. And then sooner or later, it just yells at you. We We have shower faucets that people know that is leaking, and they wait and wait. Repair it when it's earlier. It's a lot more inexpensive. Later on, all of a sudden, they can't even turn it off, and the water's just running. Yeah. So we always want to try and repair things earlier, but you will save hundreds of gallons of water, oh. too. and if we walk around the outside of the house, some of
0: the things I look for is those leaky hose bibs. Right. Guilty. And, and, and people, people look at them and say, well, it's not hurting anything. That's huge conditions conducive for termites. Right. I mean, you're just, you're just building a freeway. For the termites to find your home, right? With that wet spot right up against the foundation.
2: Yes, and, those and I've those heard. Bibs are pretty it, easy to fix. They really are. They really are. But you know, it's nothing that people want to put it on top of their list. Yeah. You know, there's other things. We're all busy these days. But you know, there is like you're talking about this month. Water. Make one month a year that you fix these small leaks and just get it done. It will last a long time.
0: Well, and I think last year John Harper and I got in a challenge with with each other. Because one of the water associations told us that if every home could save 10% annually, it'd be enough to feed the city for a
2: month. Wow. If we could all cut 10%, and we could. It's, it's really incredibly easy. Yes, it is. You know, a couple of years ago, we had to. We were all much more mind conscious of turning off the water when we brushed our teeth, not taking that longer shower, being uh, more economical with the hot water and the leaks and things. And over the last few years, it seems like we've forgotten a little bit about that. And unfortunately, we do talk to a lot of homeowners that say, I'll just wait. Yeah.
0: And now we're going into our first tier zero rationing ever on the colorado river so it kind of brings it back to the forefront so let's take care of the water we have and the water we get delivered to the house Uh, you know y'all have been rosie certified plumbers for 15 years you've just recently come in as rosie certified water treatment specialist tell us about that evolution
3: yeah we're real excited about that rosie and and thank you so much for accepting us Um, we're real excited because we were the only uh brita pro dealer in the valley and actually that's maricopa and pinal county so it's a product uh, put out by brita and the softeners water treatment and they have many other products as well like ro's and stuff and
0: and um, we're real excited with it and i'm familiar with the brita that you buy to attach the end of your kitchen faucet right i'm familiar with the brita container that you fill up and set on your countertop but this is a full line of full service Water treatment equipment.
2: That's right. Now it's for your whole house. It's professional. And it's no more pitcher. From the pitcher to the full home. And great service company like ours to be able to install it. Uh, Is it one size fits all?
3: Oh, no. We we size each one uh, according to the use. There are also um, smart units that measure the water and then they regenerate enough just just to regenerate the system so that it's ready for whatever water use you did have.
0: Well, that's become pretty critical in not having to waste water, to get the great water that you want delivered to the tap, to the shower, to the faucet.
2: Right. And we also have the whole house filters. And that really has become a a piece that is separate from the softener, but it helps our health. It makes the water taste better. It smells better. Everything that people don't like about the water usually is really from the filter area, not as much as the softener.
0: Well, God bless chlorine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for all that it does. Yes. But yes. I tell you what, when we put a treatment system on our house and I didn't have to shower in chlorine, I got addicted to it almost immediately. immediately. Hey, y'all, more with Stampede Plumbing here at Rosie on the House right after this. My, my, my baby.
1: Continuing our conversation on water today, a lot of the focus is going to be on leak detection, but Linda, you mentioned something in the break to go back real quick on testing for chlorine, that a lot of times when we test the chlorine in the shower is more than what's in the pool, it just, it doesn't you know when when the water's running over you it's different than physically sitting in it, it and
2: just i think doesn't that's why we don't sense, know right? this exactly and a lot of people when we mention that to go ahead and test the inside water versus the pool they are just amazed at how much chlorine and they came in to shower the chlorine off and they're getting even more on them i have a monthly meeting at a at a place uh, and
1: in town, and I always carry my hydro flask Mm. that's, you know, insulated, keeps my cold water. Well, I run out about noon and I fill up, and I mean, you go to put your head over the top of that, and it just, it smells like a, a, you know, a a pure (laughs) bottle of chlorine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how can they?
2: And then when it heats up, it's just not safe for you to be breathing that chlorine in the hot weather. So,
1: that's just a stat that, you know, I, I felt worth repeating. There can be more chlorine in the water in our home than in... Our pools, but a big part of the water topic today is leak detection, conserving that water. There's a lot of technologies that have come into advancement. We talked last week about recycling your pool water. We've talked about uh, zero mass. You know, have you seen that pulling, uh, condensing the air in the atmosphere into your drinking water tap at your kitchen sink? A lot of a lot of new technologies, and one thing is is locating that leak, so we're not just. Sending water through the long filtration process of well, sending it into the water table 300 feet <laughs> below for it to make its way out to the Gulf to evaporate and to the atmosphere and dump back on the Rocky Mountains in
0: snow in two years or whatever. Well, there's nothing more discouraging than opening your city water bill
3: and it's $800. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then you wonder what's the problem?
0: And, uh, you know, there's no sinkhole outside in the backyard and you wonder. And and you get those phone calls all the time, Chris.
3: Yeah, we do. And I, I tell you, Rosie, um, one of the things that we're seeing a lot is the insurance companies are now are uh, having people put on leak detection devices on their homes. And they're starting to get pretty sophisticated uh, computer-wise, and they can tell if it's the kitchen faucet running or if it's a drip or it's something else. It's the sprinklers. It can't always pinpoint, like if you had a leak in the slab, it can't tell that. That you may still need to call a professional out, and hopefully you'd give us a call. Um, we can come out and locate where that is. But it will give you It's an app, and you can watch you know, how much water you use, how much your kids are showering, how much they're using, or whatever you want to know. It's amazing what you can find out if you if you really want to know what's going on in your home with your water.
2: Some of these you can even turn your water off. When you're on vacation and you think oh, that it's oh. it gives you an alarm, you can turn it right off. It's just amazing. Shut, it. shut the whole thing through down. The app. No.
3: It's a great way to tell your teenagers it's time to stop
0: showering. I guess it would be. <laughs> yeah. When the, when the shower head just dries up. Yeah, I like that.
1: You know, that looks like uh, I don't know it's smaller than a basketball yeah
3: it Where, just goes on the inline usually into the home or if you have a softener it can be on the softener loop and it would uh, it measures the water going through how fast it's going through um, and they we're testing them out now we've got a couple different brands that we're testing out um, and it's amazing what information we have been getting back
0: well when you when you get the call from the homeowner that has the surprise water bill or the surprise sinkhole. When you walk on the property, what are you, what are you beginning to assess?
3: Uh, we usually, like a sinkhole is usually pretty easy, a big wet spot out in the yard or something. But you know, one of the first things we'd go look at is um, we would try to isolate it by, 1st we'd see is, is it with no one using water, is the meter running that little triangle that usually spins around that you see shows water moving and nothing's on that you know of. And then we'd isolate by um, looking to see by shutting the hot water valve off is it on a hot side leak which it normally is or it could be on a cold side leak yeah and then you can use hearing equipment to locate it and um, also be able to trace the copper lines which is what most of the problems are of the older homes that still have copper under the slab
0: yeah it's always a bad sign when you walk in the kitchen and the floor is warm in december <laughs> yeah oh boy that's not <laughs> but <a good> thing. <laughs> sometimes you <laughs> know a I, warm water leak under your slab
3: yeah that's pretty easy that one yeah um sometimes oh, it can be a simple I, I... A lady had a leak at a house she had before and she was just panicked that she thought she had another one in her new home and ended up just being the flapper that looked like a a clam shell.
2: We get a lot of people that will call us really worried that it's going to be the worst thing. They've heard about these bad leaks and the repairs and really a lot of times they are something smaller. Could be the pool autofill, something like that and we always try and say please call us early on so we can help you with those maintenance items before it does get into something big and if it's something big let us help you find that and pinpoint it and get the right right work done a lot of times these copper lines will get repaired and six months later there's another pinhole six feet down the row yeah and that wasn't really the best decision and insurance companies aren't really thrilled with that either so we want to make sure we get the right decision for their plumbing experience well and Romy, what's your statistic you carry around in your pocket the
0: number one cause for homeowner insurance claims is the supply line on the washing machine the hot water supply it's
1: usually that flex it's the same type of tubing that you would see supplying your toilet uh, but because this one's hot for laundry it's hot cold hot cold hot cold and it heats up when we're using it cools off when it's sitting there that heating and cooling contraction, where is that out, and especially if it's a cheap one and not the, you know, the the metal fixtures and the metal, the brass nuts. The I, it cracks me
0: up to walk into a hardware store and see the braided stainless steel, flex with the plastic, with a with the plastic nuts.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: What are you doing? What are you but thinking? Somebody
2: must be buying them. <laughs> oh, they are.
0: They are by the thousands. We're here with Stampede Plumbing. Here at Rosie on the House, we're going to be talking more about water treatment and water conservation and detecting leaks when we get back. Who fixes
1: plumbing problems in a flash, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week?
0: Back this morning, thanks for tuning in to Rosie on the House. This month we're on the topic of water. And we've gotten through the Colorado River, we've gotten through the CAP, we've gotten through the ground pumping we've gotten through the city treatment plants, and now we're delivering the water right to your house. Chris, Linda, if I want a Stampede plumbing certified water system throughout my house, what's involved? Well, one of the
3: things involved is uh, tankless water heaters. Those are great. That's that's one thing that you can buy that would make our wife very happy, that with the recirc pump. They have Endless hot water, and they get it right away. That's something that we promote a lot. And I know Linda here enjoys the one she has on her house.
2: I love it. It's like going from dial-up internet to high-speed internet. Yeah. You would never want to go back. Really? It really is a great uh, feature to upgrade. You never run out of hot water. You're never worried about who's taking a shower, if the washing machine's on, if the dishwasher's on. Everyone, If, you, if it's sized correctly... Everybody has enough water, and you have the right heat. Now, in a
0: big house, do you need more than one, or do you circ pump it? What's a big house to you, Rosie? A big a big house to me would be over four thousand square feet, forty five hundred square feet.
3: Maybe not. I mean, depends on how many people live in. If you've got, if you've got, say, four teenagers, and you got company a lot, you might need more than one. Or you, or you can also put them in sequence too. You can put two together. You can. Yeah,
0: I used to just tell my kids to shower together.
3: Yeah,
2: that's right. (laughs) That's why they're all so close. You know,
3: Rosie, our manager manager wanted to save money on his heating bill, and he ran out of hot water all the time. Well, he solved the problem of running out of hot water, but he didn't save any money because the kids then took like 45-minute showers.
1: Oh, boy. That's where that device you have back there, the water-using app, just shut it off. you can just shut it off. I must have a leak. Shut it off. Oh, (laughs) I thought you fell asleep. I was trying to save your life. I thought you might have drowned. That's right. And not not only do you have to
3: buy this— products separately now. Now, water heater manufacturers are starting to come with leak locators in their water heaters with automatic shutoff valves that also have apps that you can control and watch from your phone. Technology is unbelievable.
0: Now, with this Stampede Plumbing Certified Home, we're going to have a tankless water heater. Does it matter if it's electric or gas?
3: No, although... You get good
0: good results out of both? Good
3: results out of both if they're sized properly and you have the correct amount of power. Electric sometimes can be...
0: um, a struggle to fit in a
3: home if the home's too big.
0: And once well, I have this tankless heater mounted will the tankless manufacturer insist that I soften the water first? They're going to insist that that water is a under a
3: certain hardness which I believe is probably going to be like a six or seven hardness which is for Arizona you're going to need a softener <laughs> or some sort of treatment you can yeah. also do a non-softener treatment on them as well. So we're going to treat the water and y'all are currently
0: treating water. With the Brita? With, with the, the Brita, Brita equipment. The whole house yeah. treatment. Whole
2: house Brita Pro. Correct. See, people are thinking it's just Oh, you're gonna give us
0: all pictures for all of our laboratory <laughs> right. faucets.
2: Yeah. It's a little a little different mindset change, but yes, yeah. now it's a whole house water treatment system. Whole house
0: water treatment system through the Brita equipment. We're gonna funnel that through a tankless water heater. Right. Then you get to your low flow fixtures. But, but people think when they go tankless. It's instant everywhere. That's right. Let's educate them a little bit on that. Just because it's tankless doesn't mean the bathroom at the far end of the house.
3: No, the hot water still has to travel through that pipe, and uh, you have to uh, flush out all the cold water, and then the hot water shows up.
0: They equate tankless water heater with
2: instant water heater. Right, and that's something we really do well. We educate our homeowner before they make that decision, but there's also an option to add the component that will bring that hot water faster. And so the, and I'm trying to picture that.
0: So you've got the thermocoupler at the far end of the house. You've got the tankless flash heater heating the water up in the system, satisfying that thermal coupler. And every time that thermocoupler requests warmer water, the tankless just fires back up. Yeah. Am I, am I and it reading just, that it right? It just
3: circulates the hot water back through a cold water line back to the water heater. So it's on then, for like 30 seconds. When that, Well, it doesn't take very long. Yeah. And then um, when that shuts off, the, when the valve shuts off in the far end, the pump stops running. So then
0: you really do have instant tankless hot water. That's yes. right. That's the Stampede plumbing certified That's right. way to do it? That's yes. right. Okay. Now, whose circulation pump do you all like?
3: You know, we, we use the Navian tankless, and they come with their own. Oh, okay. Or we also like the Grundfos tankless if it's uh, separate. Okay. All or right. the Grundfos tank pumps.
1: That's a name we used to say a lot. Yes, I remember that. Before the came out. Exactly. When the recirculating pumps got big and right. everyone figured out that... You know, here's one more way. Not only can I save water, but if you're in a hurry in the morning and you you're turn on the shower, you are not standing there at the wait shower forever, forever. waiting. Right.
2: <laughs> That's right. And then we had the mettlin pump. You know, and then we had choices. to learn to
1: print, put the timers on it yeah. so that it didn't run all
2: day. <laughs> <laughs> and not been... the electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back into history. <laughs> all right.
0: Now, if if a homeowner is interested in having their home assessed to accomplish this Stampede Plumbing, Rosie on the House certified whole house plumbing checkup,
2: how would they get a hold of y'all? Give us a call at 480-812-1855. And we have uh, our CSRs available today. Give us a call and we'd be happy to set up an appointment.
0: And your area of service, because we're we're broadcasting statewide. That's right. Our area of <laughs> service is in the Phoenix Metro Valley. Okay, and y'all mentioned uh, that you're exclusive Brita equipment distributor through Pinal County. Are y'all yes, servicing we are.
2: Pinal County? If we have a homeowner in need, yes, we,
3: we have. yeah, we go all the way out to Florence and uh, okay, Gold yes. Canyon, yes.
0: All right, very good. So when
2: someone has
0: one of those old five gallon flush toilets, they're generally scared to change it for what they've heard the low flow toilets don't do.
3: Well, and that's because when they first came out, (laughs) they they were designed
0: pretty bad, (laughs)
3: and they got a bad reputation, but they have really done very well. Uh, Almost every manufacturer now makes a low-flush toilet that that does flush pretty darn good.
2: We have customers that... Tell us all the time, we are so happy we made the change. Wish we had done that a year or two ago. Everything comes brand new. The the all the jets are clean underneath the rim. There's just yeah. really uh, it's it's like upgrading your refrigerator or your microwave. It really is a nice, pleasant item to have is to upgrade your toilet. And we also have the wonderful bidet seats that fit right on them. And those have been a really popular item. Even when they move, they, mu- they call us and say, <laughs> I want to take my bidet seat. I don't want to travel. I don't want to move without it. So that is also something that we offer. Well,
0: very cool. Now, is there a particular brand of that that you like? We really like the Toto. Yeah? Uh, they The
2: washlet seats, they have Well, lot of It won't only go to a Toto toilet. It's, no. It's it, mountable to any toilet. To any toilet, right. Yeah, once somebody has that toilet, they just love it. It, It's great for families. It's great for kids. It's cleanliness. Many, many people will call us and say, oh, my gosh, I want two more. My neighbor doesn't stop coming over. Everyone (laughs) wants my toilet seat. That's special. It
1: is. (laughs) (laughs) My my daughter actually came home one day. had to go so bad because she would refuse to use the neighbors that had that. She We've heard of that. I've never seen anything like yes, that. Yes, I'm afraid like, to use hey, it. Yes, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that technology can kind of make it a hands free system, and especially with the automation and faucets now. Uh, you know, a lot of commercial buildings you go into, you've got the faucet. You put your hands under and you wait. Is that are y'all getting? Any of that in the home? We are.
2: People really are enjoying that. They like the convenience of uh, not touching it or just touching it, turning it on and off. Uh, it's good when you're cooking. It's good in also in the bathrooms because of cleanliness and germs and things like that when you're not having to touch it. Um, there is more maintenance involved with those because there's more parts. There's other things like that. So, again, we give our customers those options. More and more liking those than not. I don't know why I never thought about it for the kitchen sink. Maybe just because all
1: I've ever seen them in is is commercial restrooms. Right. Yeah, whenever I'm putting, you know, I got the chicken I'm holding with one hand and very intentionally not touching the other one. So I don't have two hands of chicken turning the faucet. It's hard to go back. You do. You got to use your elbow. Right.
2: (laughs) Once you've had one in the kitchen and you're cleaning and stuff like that, it really is hard to ever go back to one. That you would use with your with your handle, uh, because you just get used to waving your hand or tapping it and keeping everything clean. Now, is
1: there electrical that has to get? Run to the sink for that? Yes, there is.
2: There's usually electric underneath there, so a lot of times that would already be you able to just
1: plug into the same outlet the disposal is plugged
2: into. Right. And usually they are cat-free. So what that means is <laughs> cat where a cat can cross underneath it, a lot of people will say, what happens if my cat walks underneath my, my faucet? And yes, a lot of those are already <laughs> set up for the cat's not going to run your faucet. <laughs> Well, that's good. Cat-free, hands-free. <laughs> now,
1: can you tell it, I want 60% cold and 40% warm when you stick your hand in it? how do you control the hot cold? There's a handle, hits. so okay. you so set you that to touch handle. You that and
3: set that to the temperature you want.
1: You can
2: always okay. keep that handle right at the temperature you want. And then every time you turn it on and off, it's at that temperature. And then you can make it hotter if you want it or not. We've talked about water treatment equipment.
0: We've talked about tankless water heaters. We've talked about low-flow devices. We've talked about leak detection devices. Other than replacing appliances, some people in the Valley could have their water heater out all summer long and not know
2: it. That's right. <laughs> all of a sudden, they think that it just now broke when right. all of a sudden our temperatures go down to 60 in the morning. <laughs> yeah.
0: Talk about water heater maintenance because it seems to me they always go out when the cold weather
2: comes in. It does. We're putting a lot more stress on it. All summer long, the weather's already been hot. The water heaters kept it hot by the weather on the outside. Now, all of a sudden, those components have to wake up and start working and try to keep that hot water hot for you 24 7 in case you want to turn on that faucet. So, maintenance is really the name of the game with hot water heaters. We want to make sure that these different parts inside the water heaters are tested and properly replaced because before uh, all of a sudden two or three parts go out you've got a big a much bigger bill and a lot more repairs if we can catch them when you have one part out your water heater is going to maintain itself much better
0: regular maintenance of the water heater would include a flushing
3: yes and, and we would prefer with a full-size port valve 3 okay. quarter valve because that right. way the other ones the openings like the size of a pencil
0: Right, and and so do you. When you replace a water heater, do you equip it that way? Yes, we for do. future. Okay. Yes. So, and it seems like to me, if I were in the water treatment business, and I was called to a house to flush a water heater, I would just put a nylon sock on the end of the hose, and once the water heater was dry, I'd show them mm-hmm. all the junk that came out of that water heater, and you'd be able to move them right into a full home water treatment system.
3: Yeah, because you're showering in that, so it's you know. It's- when you look at that it's it's not very pleasant
2: and and the vision just stays with you because you know your dishes are being washed in it your clothes are being washed in it we take out our dishes and we think all that is clean and it is but start with clean hot water really does help linda and chris
0: stanfield of stampede plumbing Rosie certified plumbers for the last 15 years i want to appreciate y'all for all the great feedback we get from all the hundreds of customers y'all have taken care of over the years. If someone's listening would like to reach out to your office and schedule any kind of plumbing or water treatment service, how would they reach y'all?
2: Our phone number four eight oh 812-1855, or you can go through our website at com, and we make it easy. We make appointments flexible around your needs. We want to make sure that we meet every one of your needs. Not everybody is the same for what they need for their plumbing system.
0: Thanks a million. Appreciate y'all being in this morning. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, I think the perfect music background for this segment would be like a horror movie film role uh, But first time ever at Rosie on the house I'm gonna share with y'all Through the experience of Chris and Linda Stanfield of Stampede Plumbing the two things all of you are wondering Why does plumbing only break? when you're at the cabin in the White Mountains <laughs> away for the weekend and why do the toilets only plug up when your mother in law is coming? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because you're so special. <laughs> what, what is it
0: about plumbing that only breaks at the most inopportune times?
2: It does. But I'll tell you, we can, 80% of most of our emergencies like that, we can prevent with just regular maintenance and annual checkup we can clean out those drains that will back up, we can help the toilets flush better before your company comes, we can look at the drains to make sure that there's no roots and things in there, we can check the garbage disposal. So There's a lot of emergencies that happen just because we didn't do the maintenance. It's kind of like your car. You're driving on a holiday trip, and you haven't maintained it all year long, and now you're stuck on the side. So we don't want to do that with your plumbing. But if you do have an emergency, you also want to know, what plumber do you trust? And you can give us a call 24-7. At what number? 480-812-1855.
1: Now I'm going to run through just our top most popular articles in our do-it-yourself database question number one are shower heads replacing them a do-it-yourself project
3: sure i would say that'd be a fairly easy one um just want to make sure that uh you got your good teflon tape and um a couple wrenches and try not to let that shower arm turn as you're undoing the um shower head
1: once it comes apart behind the drywall, then it becomes a serious project.
3: You know, like whenever I try to do electrical or something, it's always three <laughs> or four trips for me. So even plumbing, i three or four trips around the house sometimes.
1: And a lot of them, they'll come with just a head and you can unscrew it. And screw on the new shower head with that neck sticking out but the finish looks so different some people can live with that finish difference but some of them do come with that extra neck so your exterior finish from coming out of the wall Uh, to the shower heads all match nice and perfectly. Yeah,
3: and in theory that should just screw right out, be no problem but sometimes it does snap off inside and then that that becomes a bigger problem.
2: And make sure your main shut off for your water is (laughs) working for the house. Yes.
1: Uh, garbage disposals. How, what's the best way to keep them clean? From a plumber's perspective, the best practices for our garbage disposal. You
2: know, a lot of times ice will keep them sharpened. So a big cup of ice down there. The other thing is you can plug your disposal, fill up your sink three quarters way, and then unplug it and turn the disposal on and a lot of that pressure from all that water will really push everything out. Can I do that with soapy dirty dishwasher after the dishes just so Sure.
1: I don't have you to bet. fill it a second time? That's right. You just <laughs>
2: want that pressure and a lot of water at one time.
1: We've talked about technology. That's a pretty basic unit that's been the same
2: for a long time. Anything different we've seen there? With the disposals there is, it's amazing, you know. We've been in business since 84 and I love doing Offering plumbing service more every day because of the new technology, because of the new options. As a woman, I want my life to be easier in the kitchen. And one thing that we do have now is we have a wonderful disposal that is extra quiet. It, I like it that. can offer a spray smell, so it's nice and fresh and clean after you use it. And then it also will offer a, uh, a type of a mechanism that will clean. Going forwards and then clean going backwards as it's on, so that you delay any more clogs and you get everything cleaned out of those blades. So there's a lot of extra items that we have in our disposals, and you can stop saying, "I can't put that down. I can't put that down." <laughs> it, it's really sad to hear a lot of people say, "I can't put that down." My disposal sensitive. You can choose to have a very very hardy disposal. <coughs>
1: Very cool. What is that clanging noise when I shut off my water? That's always a popular one that we get at the house at Rosie on the house.
3: That's usually called water hammering. That's the the water flushing uh, quickly moving through the lines and the, the valve shuts off so fast that the water hits and then bounces and makes that noise. Um, What's it already? usually happens on like uh, electric solenoid valves or quick turn handles. If um, if you have that problem, the first thing to check would be your pressure. And then the second would be um, they do make hammer arresters that we can put on to help that, or you may have a loose pipe, or there could be several things that are causing that. Pretty simple fix. Yeah, um, with normally the, it is.
1: With the arrestor. Sue Chief is a brand we used to yes. re- refer mm-hmm. to a lot. That's still... Yep, you can put the them on uh,
3: separate faucets, or the uh, they have them also for the laundry room, uh, the the washer machine. And then,
1: luckily, we don't have this problem a lot in most of Arizona, but we do get that hard frost every couple of years. Winter's coming. Hopefully, we get a good frost. I'd sure love to see the the, the mosquito and fly population of next year be less than what it was this year after that wet winter and a, or that that wet fall leading into it. But uh, pipe pipe protection.
3: Yeah, you can pick up um, home uh, pipe foam that you can put around the pipe and tape that on. That usually is enough for Arizona, at least here in the valley. If you get up north, you might need to do a little more, but that's usually enough. And disconnect your hose, uh, you know, when it's going to freeze that night. So,
1: and if anybody has a plumbing question, needs an expert, or uh, I really like this term, water audit. We've talked about energy audits for years and years, and I think that's brilliant. We need, we should have water audits.
3: That's right. And if you need us, it's 480-812-1855. That's Stampede Plumbing.
1: Kristen Linda Stanfield, thanks for your time here this Saturday morning. Again, Stampede Plumbing, you can find them at Rosie